Hey, I'm Tommy Chong. Welcome to High on Homegrown. Yes, yes, everybody, and welcome to High on Homegrown, the cannabis podcast from Percy'sGrowRoot.com. In this week's episode, we're going to be talking about perpetual growing, which is where you constantly have a grow going and you have plants at different stages of growth. So yeah, you keep a cycle running and you can harvest like every six weeks, every eight weeks, every 10 weeks, sometimes even every two weeks. So you always have weed, you never run out and there's always a constant supply of cannabis coming your way. So we're going to explain how you can do that and different methods so you can choose which method is going to be best for you and get started with your own perpetual grow. If, of course, if you need any help with anything in this episode or any of the other grow guides, then find us over at percysgrowroom.com. Come and sign up, it's absolutely free. But anyway, here is the grow guides, all about perpetual growing, and I'll speak to you at the end of this. See you in a bit, everybody. I hope you enjoy. So, so far, we have taken you from knowing absolutely nothing about growing cannabis to finding the right seeds, all the right equipment, how to grow the plant step by step, how to harvest it, how to make extracts out of it. We've covered shitloads of stuff, man. But we haven't quite covered how mm-hmm. to do this perpetually, how to keep the grow going constantly all the time so you never run out of weed. So that's what we're going to cover this week is how to keep the cycle going, how to maybe have two grow tents or you know, grow tent and a drying space so you can keep plants right. going all the time. So this, that's what we're going to talk about this week. And I mean, I used to perpetually grow. I'm still not growing right now, but when I do grow, I grow perpetually. And just so in case you don't know, perpetual means like you're going to have it running perpetually. So it never stops. It's just going round and round all the time, like a wheel. We've planted different stages of growth, moving into different grow tents or changing light cycles. It's just all running at the same time. Numerous grows running at the same time and it never stops pretty much. Mm. So this is something we all do. I mean, Monkey, you want to start off with this. What is your perpetual growing style? My perpetual growing style has changed since I first started. When I first started, it was one tent. And that basically means that I had to cut the crop, dry it in the tent, and then immediately have something behind it. So early on, I decided that the germination station was the best idea for me. Mm-hmm. So with you- one tent. So I would, as plants were drying, you know, usually takes about the 10 days, you know, so... When I chopped one crop, the next seed went in the ground germinating so that when that tent was free after drying, I was right back in veg mm. immediately. Mm. There was no lag time, zero lag time. Um, nowadays, I have three tents, and one of them is a designated drying tent that just like every other stoner that, that grows their own, the drying tent mm. <laughs> eventually gets mm. plants in it. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, so, then you need another tent, drying tent then. No, 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 no. So what I do now, though, is I have three, I have three, three tents running, and it's only two plants per tent. Um, usually all three tents have plants in them, but not always. Uh, but when, if I have all three plants, like three tents running, I have to cut two at a time so that I have one tent that I can dry into. So everything always gets switched back to the one tent. But as soon as I, if I'm going to keep a perpetual grow going like I, like I am right now, as soon as one tent gets chopped again, seeds get sown so that the next, next veg is right behind. As soon as those plants are dry, bam, I'm right back in veg and I'm rolling again. 
Oh. Well, you say bubble hog. Do you perpetually grow? I do. Um, I again, same thing. I don't have anything running at the moment. Um, but when I do do it, I'll usually I have three tents. So I've got the four by eight going, the four by four by four going, and a smaller one going. So I can basically use the four by four as either um, a baby's tent and a veg tent, or I can use it as a dry tent depending on how I'm running. But normally I'll have a smaller tent I use as the dry tent, and I'll run. I'll have sort sort of like four autos, roughly three to four autos in the four by eight, and then I'll be starting another batch once they're sort of halfway into flower, I'll then be starting the next one. So by the time they flower out, I've got the next set going in and coming out and just kind of run it that way. So I'm using basically two tents with one as a, and a third as a dry tent. Right. TG, what about you, man? How's your side? You got like five tents, didn't you, bro? Six tents. Six? Yeah. Uh... No, I have six because I bought a drying tent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, he used to run on two when he bought a drying tent and then he was Ooh. running on three so he bought a drying tent right. and then he was running on four <laughs> so he bought a drying tent guess what's next <laughs> he's running on six so I'm he's gonna buy a drying tent gonna buy another tent because actually the tent that i'm drying or will be drying in will be uh for peppers i bought it for peppers pepper growing cool and, uh, anyway yeah, I perpetually grow. I've been perpetually growing for 12 years straight, you know. Um, there's been a 30-day gap where I, I, when we went to the Philippines in 2015, I wasn't doing anything. Um, and actually, when we moved to the new house here last year, I, I paused for a few months. So there was a, about two months, two to three months when we first moved here that I didn't have any plants going or any of my tents were running. And that was a fucking weird, man, I have to say, because mm. you get used to those noises, you get used to the fans and the going down. You don't re- realize how much sound they actually make until you turn them all yeah. off. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. oh, it's fucking so hell. Is that what noise. silence sounds like? Yeah. <laughs> it's strange. Like when the power goes out, you know, you're just like, holy fuck, this is really quiet. But yeah, perpetually I do grow. Um, and just like like Bubble Hawk, you know, I always try <laughs> to have those those stages ready to go at at any time really you know mm-hmm. um i'm ideally harvesting once a month uh, potentially more potentially less depending on if i fuck up my timing which i do all the time but yeah having five tents and also like a vegetation station you know i built this thing with the you know the four tiered shelves with the the plastic basically you can bolt i, I just stuck some shop lights underneath one and that uh, functions as my veg area or my cloning area so i don't have to fuck with my my uh actual tents using them as as a like a starting thing because ideally yeah you just you know the, the faster you can get stuff in and out the, the better um but i'm i'm cloning every, every you know depending on the, the plants I keep the ones I want, but I'm always taking clones of, of basically everything. And then I throw out the ones that turn out like shit, you know, and I keep the good ones and stuff, but always having lots of clones um, or, or knowing when you're going to start your new grow and starting the seeds with appropriate amount of time, because there is a big gap, you know, that, um, that you can probably avoid by using one of these lower powered light stations instead of committing a whole tent to vegging out seedlings and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So 
avoiding that is important to to have that perpetualness. Um, but yeah, basically, it's it's all about your timing. You, you know, and knowing your and properly scheduling your shit. Yeah. Well, for for me, I like I well I have I don't run anything right now, but when I do go to start again, what I would usually do is I'd have about two four foot by four foot tents up and running. But I'll only use one to start with, with eight seedlings, and it'll be four autos and four photo period plants. And those eight plants will grow in the same tent for a few weeks until it starts to you know, get too bushy, and they'll start touching each other. And then the four photo period will go in the other four by four, and that will run on 18.6. And mm-hmm. the autos will run on 18.6 until they're finished. You know, after like three or four weeks of the autos doing their thing and the photos doing their thing in their different tents, then I'd flower the, the photo period plants when it's the right size, you know, but then the autos finishes like uh, three, two or three weeks before the photos finish. So then you've right. got one harvest, you hang them up and you can, exactly, you can hang them up in the one tent. You've taken them down from the one they were living in, chop them down, hang them up, let them dry in there. And then when they come out, then you want to start another, another eight, you know, same again, four photo period, four autos, and let them veg and then it's just nice because then the photos will come down in like three weeks you chop them down let them dry for a week and then you're at the same stage again where the four photos can move into one tent and the auto stay in another tent you just go round and round in a cycle like that and that's a fucking nice easy way without taking the piss you only really have eight plants up and running there's a time when you have a uh, 12 you know when you've chopped down the the autos and start the next crop with the four four, uh, four photos already going and yeah. the eight new ones. Well, they're only seedlings. They don't matter. You know, if they do come knocking your door off and you can eat them seedlings in 20 seconds, <laughs> you know, just pick them out. I'm, 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 gone. Yeah. Gone. That's another thing to consider too, I guess, because I have like fucking, I don't know, 15 clones just sitting there that I don't really count as plants because, you know, like you said, you can just eat them in salad if you really wanted mm-hmm. to. And that's, so, you don't need to worry about the same things we worry about either. You, I mean, you're allowed to have like 24 plants. We're not allowed to have any. Yeah. So it's something that you have to consider. Yeah, clones are ideal, but again, with with the problems you mentioned there, um, it's not always ideal to have that much plant matter around. So mm-hmm. maximum I'm ever running is eight. Yeah. And that's, but then again, that's in autos. So I mean, if I had, if I was running a mother, then I'd have a dedicated mother tent. That I'd be pulling you see, that's from. another good way of um, doing perpetual grows is just having autos and you can have yeah. one four by four tent and every two weeks put another seedling in it. And then yeah. you know, two weeks and two <laughs> weeks and two weeks and two weeks and the, the plant, and then it's like 10 weeks, you got five no. plants in there and one's coming to an end, a new one's going in. Uh, yeah, that's a fucking great way to do it. Sorry, a little bubble hug. No, I was just going to say that's exactly how, like if you, the way I do it is only so I can batch harvest. So I I'm, know I'm, yeah. I'm getting four within a week of themselves and mm. then the next the next lot's coming back up and I'm then starting another one. But that way, Mackie was just describing, that's another good way if you're wanting to harvest every week. Yeah, but every two weeks. And you don't want to do that. <laughs> you need, you need to, you need, yeah. Oh, my God. I was going to say. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, I was going to say that's the thing. It's one of those things that if you if you're running like that, you are in perpetual trim jail as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, that is something to consider. But um, 
the same thing can be said for the micro grows that I do and like and, and monkey goes I think mm -hmm. you do a lot of those uh the small cup yeah. grows too right under 12 12 right effectively you turn in a photo into an auto yeah and just like Mackie said if you stagger a set of you know you have your two seeds you start at x day wait two weeks start two more and then depending on how risky you want to be I guess but having small plants is a, is a benefit to Mm -hmm. to that mm -hmm. you know you, you don't maybe won't get it as much shit but um once you, you get need eight plants in you yeah i mean you you can have a semi-perpetual thing and mm -hmm. always because yeah you don't want to be harvesting every week either so yeah every two mm -hmm. weeks is doable man well i mean with with a micro grow though you could you could plant every two weeks on a micro grow and yes you would have to be trimming every two weeks but that's so easy to trim and, it's like six, yeah. and you probably yeah. get about an ounce from each plant when you between a half yeah. an ounce and an ounce, yeah. usually, depending on the plants, yeah. So, you know, if you're only smoking like an ounce a month, that's a perfect way. You just... Yeah, yeah. You just have fresh weed all the time that mm -hmm. way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Check out the YouTube, man. I, I just put up an update, actually, with some... And the, my god butt is getting exactly like Monkey said. It's just going to yes. be like... Shave off two two leaves yeah. and you're fucking done. You can smoke that. Yeah. Just uh, trimming those bud sticks is all you're doing is bucking them down small and you're pretty much done. It's so easy. That's yeah. it, man. I mean, the most important thing when it comes to the perpetual grow is having <sighs> one space to grow and one space to dry. Because when, mm. when, when, if you're using your main tent for drying, then it's it's taking up a lot of grow space, you know. So you can have a smaller area where you can veg some seedlings, and of course, every week you, you can save on the veg. The better if you can get them to overlap. You know, yeah. Yeah, having having a veg space like that is is best but you can't actually and i have done it in the windowsill the problem with that mm -hmm. is you need a bright sunlight in that mm -hmm. windowsill or else your, plant, stretch, your, yeah. your seedlings will stretch like crazy so if you have direct sunlight for you know a few hours in a, in a window you can get away with that well this is where you want a nice you know not too powerful light it's just a small mars hydro or something in like your veg tent when they're seedlings uh, you don't even need that, man. Just shop lights. That's mm -hmm. what I use. They work fucking awesome. Yeah, using the T5 fluorescence. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I mean, these are like, you know, ones you would put in your garage or something like that. Right. Um, mm -hmm. The hardware store, like $20. It's the same. I don't think it's the same LEDs as like the LM301s, but, mm -hmm. you know, for, for its purposes. That's right, man. They're $20 a light, right? If you can so, save you fucking two weeks on the grow. And yeah, well, that, yeah that's my, what my seedling slash clone station is lit by three 13 watt just household LED lights, yeah, and it does fine. I mean, that's all you really need. Um, yeah. and it's just just a shelf with the lights fixed about maybe 14 inches high above the station, so mm -hmm. nothing yeah. fancy. Set it on a timer, 18.6. Simple that way, I can start my seeds yeah. when everything else is almost finished, and then by the time attempt is empty, I've already got plants in veg, exactly. So it saves me about two, three weeks right there. Yep. He is me over here blasting seedlings with 600 watt. Yeah, I, I've got excessive <laughs> in mine as well. Uh, I, I mean, to get uh, us started. Yeah. I, I use the uh, Mars Hydro TS2000 in my veg tent. It's yeah. a good light, man. It's a good light. And Mac, you, you believe in, in full force light right from the start. That's okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's what you do. I mean, but plants can adapt to different. Okay, I'll be thinking about that. I'll be thinking differently nowadays. These electricity bills, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Will quarter power do? What are we fine? Well, in, in the Mars's or I guess mine and monkey's defense too. You're not, you probably don't have your light, your, your seedlings this close to the Mars, right? Yeah. That's it. Yeah. They're high up. Yeah. It's pretty. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So whereas mine are like, you know, 
pretty close. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, when you're using these little low power LED, nothing mm -hmm. bulbs. You, they're, mm -hmm. you know, they're small. You're not looking for a lot of power, a lot of growth there. You're just trying to get everything no, started no, and established. It's just a starting. I, I do like basil and you know herbs and shit in there too, uh -huh. just because it's always on. So you might as well use the light. Mm -hmm. There's loads of different ways to perpetually grow, man. And, you know, you can get your harvest down to like every six weeks. Fuck yeah. Just yeah. timing. And it's all dependent on mm -hmm. what your current situation is, most of this stuff is. So. But it, it's not all easy, though, is it? Like you said, there's always one big problem where you have to harvest every fucking two weeks, and that includes trimming. And I mean, yeah. you're going to be stinking of wet weed a lot more often. <laughs> you, know, you have to prepare for that. You can't go to the shop stinking that way. Especially for I us can. guys who are legal, you, can, you can, you can too. <laughs> you know, you I have to still do. Stink up the shop. But feeding really these fuckers. Many, yeah. Yeah. I don't know how many people in, in where I live would actually know what the smell of fresh weed smells like. Wow. Yeah. It's an ignorant. Well, I mean, it doesn't smell like dried, cured bud that everybody's mm -hmm. used to smelling for weed. You know, it's very floral, usually. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, one of the um, one of the problems you have with this perpetual growing thing is feeding the plants because usually you have to use smaller parts so living in the soil and super soil might not be ideal for it yeah well so, yeah you know so you generally do these kind of things in cocoa doing a cocoa grow and that means you need to water every day and if you have plants in veg and plants in flower you have to mix two different types of food you know you have to mix up their veg food for when they're in veg and when they're flattering they're going to need the extra pk and mm -hmm. the blue roots so you you have to mix up that food too, so you have to mix up two different feeds every day, which can be a pain. Can, I usually tell people if you if that's the way you're looking at it and you're going to go down the route with cocoa, then give yourself an hour twice a day minimum because that's yeah. what you're looking at. By the time you get everything in there, you open unless you're running like you got to tap in the room. Um, you know you're going to be running buckets, then you're measuring stuff, you're pHing things, you you know. It, it becomes it becomes a lot of work mm -hmm. so at least half you know, hour a day yeah minimum yeah mm -hmm. i like to give it an hour because especially if you're a new grower it gives you time to sort of take time what looking at what's going in making sure you're getting all those ph levels and ec levels correct and then checking on the plants while you're in there making sure you're cleaning out any of the excess runoff all that sort of thing so if you if you've been doing it forever, yeah, it gets quicker as with anything repetition. But mm -hmm. if it's your, you know you, you're just starting out with this, make sure you've got the time because it will get old real quick. Mm -hmm. I can get in and out of the grow doing all that stuff, uh, removing waste, feeding the whole thing in 15 minutes. But yeah, generally that's if I'm focused and I'm trying to get through everything. But if I'm taking my time and just looking at the girls and taking taking the taking it all in, enjoying my morning. I'll probably mm. be in there twice as long. Waiting for yeah. runoff, you know? Uh, <laughs> yeah, waiting until it's later. the last drop. <laughs> You're scooping yeah. up runoff. Pain That's for up. later. That's for later. But you know, you oh, can't you can do it in soil. It's not like you can't. It's, it, I use it's my super a... soil. It just runs out really fast. And you still mm -hmm. have to water it every day because the plants, like not in the beginning, because plants aren't absorbing that much. But once yeah. they get it established, yeah, they like suck out all the water out of that small volume very quickly. Mm -hmm. And so you're watering every day, which in the whole point of super soil or living soil more appropriately is to encourage, you know, um, a nice habitat for all these microbes to live. And these guys are like living in those like tiny little apartments like you find in Tokyo kind of shit. Like mm. They can live to fucking 
good life. So eventually that peters out. And like right now in my micro girl, I'm starting uh, last week, actually, I started feeding just regular old salt based 15, uh -huh. 30, 15, you know, to finish off because it's all run out now. So that's it can be done a little more of the plan. Yeah, as I expected it. So that's how it goes. But it's imagine worth you imagine you could do perpetual situations though with your super soil like if you were vegging in one gallon pots and then as you flipped you, you would repot that into a, a brand new five gallons of, of fresh super soil so that they have everything they need yeah for sure ideally my my uh super soil will last the entire grow in a three gallon pot under mm -hmm. for uh, 100 to 120 days but it's very strange is that going to be about 13 liters or not uh, 12 yeah 12 liters i like between three and four uh, gallon so uh -huh. between 12 and 15 liter pots uh -huh. but um you know you veg for 40 days flower for eight to ten weeks that's that's what i built my soil for and under those conditions i can use that those parameters to you know know when i need to repot or not and, and perpetually keep everything happy mm -hmm. um, but so knowing with, your medium yeah and the same goes for cocoa exactly you know it's uh -huh. just timing it's all timing yeah so. and, and that's if you're new as well to growing cannabis i don't think you want to get straight stuck in with a perpetual growth cycle you want to try and get just one growth done and if you're doing your growing it's growing really fucking well and you think hmm, i've got six weeks until harvest time i might as well crack some more beans you know say exactly. between six to four weeks when you know harvest is coming soon and you, you only need a little bit of space for a few seedlings start seedlings for a couple of weeks man and so you got a week until harvest comes, for example, and then you got a week of drying. So that's two weeks. You can start a plant on the desk underneath a small light for two weeks. And that's saving yeah. you two weeks in the growth. So instead of your grow being 16 weeks, for example, you know, you got a, the, the germination seedling staged veg with the flowering. So you got about 16 weeks for the whole grow. You can mm -hmm. reduce that down to fucking eight weeks if you cycle it properly. When I first started off and didn't have any other veg space and start off plants, I used to start my seedlings on a, just a regular end table underneath a gooseneck lamp with a CFL bulb in it. That's all I used. Uh -huh. uh, the, the, you almost have to touch the plant with the CFL. It's got to be that close, like an inch away from it. But it worked great. And my plants were fine. They, they vegged perfectly and went straight in the tent. So, you know, it gave me that three-week head start that I was looking for. And the three weeks had up, man. No, that's, that can squeeze you an extra growing throughout the year, that can. But that didn't cost me hardly anything. I had the gooseneck mm -hmm. lamp. I bought the old CFL bulb. And or nowadays, you could actually use a small wattage LED light the same way as the CFL. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, you can, you can make yourself a small veg space for almost nothing. You know, thinking about it, this Charlotte's Angel CBD uh, plant that I've had, I've had growing since last, not this past May, but the May before. And effectively, that's that's perpetual. I always have it just like ready to go because I'm always taking cuttings. A mother plant actually is a really good way to, mm -hmm. you know, you, you keep it like monkey said in your veg spot and then just take cuttings off of it. Eventually it gets so big, flower that, keep a couple cuttings, turn them into new mothers and, uh, you know, just keep that going. That's exactly what I do with my, my Charlotte's Angel. And it works. I really great. like that Charlotte's Angel yeah it's a beautiful plant mm. beautiful. I, I, i've got him in the order and it's tasty as 
Yeah, and they were fucking nailed their uh, specs. You know, it was right between 10 and 15% CBD, which I was, and no THC yeah. on the side. But I'm very impressed by that, is my point. So, but yeah, a, I was, I'm really happy with it. It's great perpetual. You know, it's, it's easy. Yeah, just keep cloning and mothering and then. So we gave everybody a few different ways there on, on the way you can do the perpetual grow. You know, there's my technique of starting eight, where you've got the four photos and the four autos and starting mm-hmm. them together, taking down the autos when they're done, then it's a few weeks until the photos are done. So you can start eight new and just do that over and over again. That's a good way to do it, man. And then you had TG's method there of just using uh, small plants going under 12-12. And Monkey said every two weeks you can put plants in. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 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 photo or auto, if you have the Depends on how long you want or how often you want to harvest. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. If you wanted to do it every four weeks and just put two in every four weeks. Yeah. Then there's plenty of space to do that. You don't need to change the light from HPS and metal halide and all that shit anymore. You just have a decent LED in there and it'll do the whole lot. And it's, it's easy, easy to do, man. And then you just need the extra drying space. There's some way about dark and well ventilated to be able to dry your buds without light getting nice. So what we're saying is buy a dry tent. Mm-hmm. All right. Don't find a dry space or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't turn it into another grow tent. Yeah. <laughs> which, which you will. Control yourselves. <laughs> because, yeah, you'll be have like four weeks between harvest. You'll be like, I can not do anything in there. there. I can yeah. throw a few autos in there. No exactly. problem. Exactly. You'll be like, gosh, yeah. I need another tent now, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I can't take them out now. They look too good. I've basically got to buy know. another to drying tent. Too big. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, so you, that's it. you don't even need a second growing space for it. You just need to have space in the current growing space for it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it takes a lot of planning. You know, it's not mm-hmm. just when I'm done, now I plant new ones. If you want to do a perpetual thing and have your space utilized properly and efficiently all the time, you know, which is the whole point of production, you know, like yeah. that's, you want to, you do as little work uh, under the most or the, Whatever the fuck, you know what I mean, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's good point. Though, you know, for a perpetual grow, you've always got to be thinking about your next grow. Yeah. You know, yeah. When am I going to start my next grow? Even though you're not finished your first one yet. Like we say, think about what's happening next. If there's no, you know, uh, material in our in our centrifuge, we ain't making money. So that thing always needs to be going. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, same goes for this. Yeah. If you want to smoke free weed, you got to grow free weed. That's right. Yeah. Perpetually also is probably the the least expensive if you're going for an amount that's going to get you through the year and then shut down. You could probably run it quicker going with a perpetual Mm -hmm. setup Mm -hmm. than just going run, finish, run, finish. Because then, you know, yeah, okay, it's probably a bit more work, but you're, you know, you, you're going to fit an extra one or two grows into that season that you mm. normally wouldn't fit in. Yeah. And then the risk comes into that too. The, the less you have to be growing if you're in an illegal area, the better. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. I mean. But then, of course, if you do get caught doing it, then it can be considered a cannabis factory. 
which is the term yeah, they like well. to use sometimes here in the yeah. UK for the bus. The cannabis factory was found. It had 14 plants. And sophisticated yeah. equipment. One million dollars worth of cannabis. <laughs> <laughs> One billion dollars. Like, that's so fucking dumb. It's a <laughs> garden, if anything, but yeah. Craig, they kind of say if you've got like if you've got a, more than one stage of growth, that's when it becomes factory growing. Because if you've got something in veg and something in flower, mm-hmm. you're waiting for something to come into flower. Technically, that, that's, that's exactly perpetual. Right. Yeah, that's, that's what perpetual. they look at it as. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess that means that uh, farmers are factory uh, producers of food, then, right? Yeah, but they can do that legally. Some... <laughs> well, I'm just yeah, it's crazy. They've paid all their money, monkey. Yeah, that's how that's that works. Right. They... They've paid all that massive money to the to the government, and now they can they can grow as many cows as they like. That's it, man. <laughs> they can start new ones before the old ones are. It's strange, even yeah. <laughs> how it's farming cows, but it's growing chickens. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. It's crazy that it's called growing chickens as well. That's always made me wonder. But random tangent. Let's let's not do that. It's like it's like no. We don't yeah. farm, we don't grow no. chickens. We farm chickens here, so grow chicken bacon or bacon cookies. I'm sure the proper term is grow chickens, though, right? I don't know. Chicken farm. So I guess you're farming chickens. Raise chicken, maybe, right? That's the yeah. What? We do raise chickens. I don't know. I don't <laughs> know what we're talking about. <laughs> Stutty would know the answer to this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Yeah, yeah, random tangent there, everybody. Let us know in the comments below. Is it grow chickens? Is it farm chickens? Raise chickens? He's smoking some good weed if we got on that tangent. I don't know how the hell we got there. It's because it hit that monkey pipe, bro. Aussie Grows has just said you can get a perpetual cannabis plant. Hmm, Yeah, that is something you can do, but it takes a while to re-veg a plant and veg out again. No, I think he's talking like it just like flat. it, It just goes into flower. And then you harvest, and then it's not like it just yeah. keeps every time you cut a flower, it just keeps popping new flowers. Not I've heard like stories a full of equatorial stuff, like in Thailand, they talk mm. about they just keep growing and growing. They just always flower these little, kind of more airy, like Dr. Grinspoon style bud, yeah, is what I've seen. But yeah, perpetual flower does exist, I think. That'd be cool, yeah, I mean, something different. Yeah, mm. they just they're kind of like, yeah, they just never finish because like the. Well, I suppose the, it's know, always it, around the equator. It's always twelve, twelve, isn't it? Exactly, so yeah. it's always going to be flowering. So when you take the flowering off, it's just going to grow again and wait till it's the decent size that's, and then flower again. That's one thing I've always wondered about in like my little bit of breeding stuff that I've and reading that I've done on it is like, you know, those equatorial ones. They basically grow under twelve, twelve, and then mm-hmm. they're introduced into these the more northern stuff how how does that you know work basically it's interesting because i know some like you know you can induce ones with with uh more hours of of darkness or less hours of darkness they they respond differently and stuff but like yeah it's it's really interesting Mm -hmm. Um, anyway sorry anyway but yeah yeah 12 12 constant that's another good way to perpetually grow man just plants under 12 12s that's what you do with photo periods how do they take about four weeks to their flower do they tg when you do this yeah three to four weeks depending on your genetics mm-hmm. um, I'm, i usually see flower within 18 to 21 days 
little like the stigma production or at least a change in growth at the apical meristem but um yeah you'll be in the flower four weeks probably done on your average uh yeah, average genetics 11 12 weeks and you use your own seeds as well don't you, you don't have to pay a ridiculous amount of money for them you just made your... yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah that's another if great you want to go even point. cheaper you can use clones and you micro grow clones and they'll even flower faster for you there because they're already mature i mean as soon as you put them under 12 12 bam they start them. they're done yeah. so that'll cut like two three weeks off of harvest time if you're running clones mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Look, like trying to smoke this hash but these are all such good points that i want to agree with <laughs> <laughs> i know you're a micro grow lover like me man it's it's a fun way to grow actually i mean you wouldn't think you're going to get a lot of reward out of it, but it's a great way to grow. It's a lot of fun. And you actually get a reasonably good amount of cannabis off of it. Yeah. For an average, you know, recreational weekend type toker, that's the way to go. Yeah, man. Plenty. We have, a I'd love, I'd love to do micros, but I just can't help myself. Uh, yeah, I know. I've seen your plants. I just, it's my just preferred method, man. I'd love to scrog. Yeah, that's, yeah, see, I'm I'm big on LST mm, rather mm. than rather than going full scrog as well, but I mean that's that's my preference. It's easier for me to run it that way. Well, I mean, that's, I've there's just, multiple uh, preferences right here because you know I'm the mainline guy. Mackie yeah. prefers scrog. Bubble, you're more of an LST kind of guy. TG, mm. I think you're an LST grower pretty much. All but, I do is top ones bend, but I grow lots it. of plants, and that's how yeah. I achieve a full canopy. So you want to get high really? like this, man? It, it makes me really miss growing even more. <laughs> yeah. I so badly want to do a scrog, man, but just you know, can't do it right now. Different styles of growing. Everybody scrug. has success. My first scrog. I don't. I've never done a proper one with a net. And I don't even think I'll need a net. But I'm going to put the Charlotte's Angel that I was mentioning before. I'm going to fill my whole fucking three by three with that bitch because it's monster cropped. Nice. And it goes everywhere. Yeah, it's going to be a beast. Oh fuck yeah. Damn. Mm -mm. Yeah. Your fire you know. top ass there in the chat. Where, where did that go? Uh, can you splice cannabis, take one strain, chop a branch, and attach it to another, like you see with the trees? A big enough random yes. question. Yeah, it's called grafting, man. Uh, there's a guy mm -hmm. on how to do it on purses, I think. Possibly. Yeah, I've seen cool. it done on Instagram a few times. Uh, I've seen a few growers at Percy attempt it uh, with some success, but you know, it can be done. Mm. That's how resilient yeah, cannabis is. It's fucking crazy. Would take a little bit of work and some training, but I reckon you could do it well, easy enough if you just. Yeah, people have just... done it. People have got like cannabis plants with five different strains on it. Yeah, I've seen like ones with different colored buds all on the same thing. I'm like, oh, I want to do it. Just, but I just <laughs> it. It's like I always like wanted to do the bonsai, you know? but the bonsai yeah. mission as well. Yeah, really. It's one of the, it's one it's one of those. I'm like, I'm gonna do this this run, and then I get halfway through the run, I'm like, this thing's gonna be a monster. Fuck it, send it. Really <laughs> what practical use it would have, but it's doable for sure. You can do it on hops too, apparently, because they're so closely related. Yeah, that would be cool to, to graph cannabis on a hop spine. I think yeah. the breeding purposes, TG. You know, you're flowering that shit. You've got one male and you've got five different females on one plant. You can just yeah. drop it in each one of those buds and get all that variety off one plant. I, I guess, yeah. But uh, I'll just grow five different plants. That's a fucking project. That is, it? How badass would that be? Damn. The hops thing I am interested in. My new house here, it's not new anymore, really, but we have hop spines outside. So maybe next year I'm going to attempt a graft for that. Be cool. Some fucking Frankenstein shit. 
I like yep. that idea. I just can't help myself. I'm sorry. You probably will never see me grafting. You'll probably never see micro grows unless somebody convinces me into it. <laughs> somebody here in chat, we'll Dave, Dave is saying all, that man. the hop graft tastes bad. So I'm sure. I was just kind of thinking that wouldn't that change the flavor, the rootstock? I don't even know if it would produce flower anymore. Yeah, so, don't even no. do it, man. Don't waste food on that. You know? <laughs> no, I mean, it's kind of like, why do you micro grow in the first place? Yeah, you may, may or may not work, but you got to try stuff and you'll, you'll never know. Yeah. Yeah. That's... That is a question I get a lot and people give me shit. They're like, you know, you can grow those fucking bigger, right? And I'm like, oh, you want to see? Motherfucker? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm going to pull a half a pound off of this fucking that, bitch. Man. You know, like, you know, like, realize that that's can you? Good. There's a knack to, to keeping them small, though. Yeah. That's the thing. You not yeah. know who the fuck I am, motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> Can you show me how? <laughs> See that picture in my backyard? When small is harder than it is to make them get big. Yeah, definitely. Especially in a room with five tents on different schedules, trying to keep them all in the dark <laughs> at different times and shit. Yeah, it's a fucking nightmare. And that's why I keep saying scheduling, scheduling, planning, scheduling, planning, planning are the most important mm. things you can do here. <laughs> Uh, yeah. we do have another question there in the show notes from and we only have one to cover from arnie's copper says uh i took three cuttings from my lemon tree good choice sir i don't know why it made you decide <laughs> that uh and had them in the polytunnel with my bigger jack Hera. also good choice there arnie uh, session Ooh. round arnie's <laughs> they all took uh they all took but after a few weeks went into flower the jack is still in there and didn't flower for another 18 days. Can you reveg them? Yeah, if you put them under 18.6, mate, then you can reveg them at any time. It's just better if it's moved into flower already, then leave it to go into flower. You can reveg nice. them afterwards after you've harvested. If you harvest all the buds off and then have just a few little stems and leaves left afterwards and put it on 18.6, it'll reveg and start to grow yeah, normal plant matter. After about three, four weeks, you think? Oh, oh longer than that, man. Revegging takes a while. You have to be very mm -hmm. patient with it. Mm -hmm. I just had a strawberry cough that I'm just revegged and flipped, and it took a good six weeks to, find, to get to where I was comfortable <laughs> even flipping it again. So, yeah. and it had just started flowering. So, be patient when you, when you're trying to reveg. It sometimes mm -hmm. takes quite a while. Hey, man, just let them flower, mate. And I, I would let them flower. Uh, I wouldn't uh, re-veg them unless you were thinking of vegging them for like fucking five or six weeks to get a shitload more growth off them. But it's a waste of time going all the way through that to uh, only veg them for a couple more weeks, you know? If you want to turn it into a mother plant or something, then re-veg it. So yeah, that's all the questions we have. Uh, is there anything else we th you think we should add onto this? Onto the perpetual growing? Any more advice you'd offer somebody who's thinking about doing it? Just mm. time it. You know, have a big, yeah. get a big schedule thing with a, I have a four month uh, oh. in advance. Whenever I start a new one, I'm three months, I'm looking ahead kind of thing and I plan everything. So planning would be my. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'd say don't start the second one too early because you'll run out of space. Yes. You want to make sure that you've definitely got time before your plants to get harvested. So you got somewhere to dry your shit. Mm -hmm. You don't want to have to harvest early because the plants are getting too big. So just take that into account as well. And definitely, definitely keep a diary on it because you are going to get confused at points. Mm. Especially with that feeding shit. 
Yeah. Can I have that feeding schedule written down? Anything to add, Monkey? Well, you done? Uh, nothing else to add. I mean, the only thing about perpetual growth, like we said, is thinking ahead. Just always stay one mm-hmm. plan ahead, and that's how you keep perpetual growing. Yeah, man. And of course, if you need any help, if you have an idea, some kind of plan, and you want to start perpetual growth, but you need a little bit of help, then find us over at percysgrowroom.com. It's free to sign up. Come and join us. Yeah, we, as long as you send pictures, we're happy. <laughs> we thrive on pictures. We like, I don't know what it is about, what it is about growers. We like to see oh, other people's yes. work. Mm-hmm. We appreciate it. Yeah, man. Good hit, Tej. Good one. Ew. Yeah, that was a oversized ball of hash. Nice. <laughs> Should we hit that pipe one more time before we finish up? Yes. Mine's already loaded. I'm a, everybody grab your pipes. Don't forget, if you need any help, head over to percyscrollroom.com. And there we go, everybody. That was the Grow Guides about perpetual growing. Now, we're running out of ideas of what we should be covering here in the Grow Guides. This is episode 38 of Grow Guides, and we've covered a lot of info so far. But we need to know from you guys what you want us to cover in the future. So if you have any ideas of what would make a good Grow Guides episode, then please contact us on percysgrowroom.com. You can also find us on Instagram or Twitter. Just drop us a message there, or you can email us at highonhomegrown at gmail.com and we'll be able to respond to your emails there. Any ideas or suggestions are always welcome. Please let us know what you want to hear because we make this show for you guys, the listeners, and we need to know what you want to hear to make the best show possible. So let us know what you think, what episode should we cover next in the Grow Guides. Thanks as always for downloading the show. Thanks for listening. I hope you can share this episode with somebody who might find it useful, but of course, no pressure. We don't want you getting yourself in any trouble. But for now, that's it for this week. We'll catch you on Sunday for the live show over on youtube.com slash high on homegrown. We'll hope to see you there at 9 p.m. on Sunday night UK time. So have a good weekend, everybody. Stay high, stay safe, and we'll see you on the next one. Goodbye. Goodbye.